You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey everybody, welcome to the Screener Squad. My name is Chad. Today I have Tessa and Marcos with me. Say hello, you two. Hello, you two. Ahoy, ahoy. So topical and witty to copy what I said, because that's what I said, because I was being literal, Tessa. What you told me to say. I'm Mm. I'm just being a team player. I mean, we are talking about a really topical topic, a video game that came out a year ago with the motifs from the 80s. I mean, how much more topical do you want to get, Chad? Yeah, right. (laughs) We're talking about cyberpunk edge runners on Netflix. But Marcos is right. It was from a video game that I got suckered into pre-ordering. Did you guys? No. Because you're smarter or you just didn't like it in general? I just don't have the ducats. I got suckered into pre-ordering it, too. (gasps) Look at you. Look at these nerds. (laughs) So so I I watched the first like four to five episodes. Like I, I crunched through them. And then I immediately, or actually before I did that, I preloaded and installed uh, Cyberpunk again because I had done a big update on my computer uh, about a year ago and I never reinstalled it because I'm like, I'm not playing that game. I was so disappointed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I'm like, all right, well, I signed up for the review, so I might as well dive back into my character. And yeah, I came back in and I, I think I have to restart it and replay from the beginning because I'm near the end and I don't feel like I'm getting the full effect of the the new update, the big, you know. Um, I will say on that note, I didn't I don't have room for it on my computer. I mean, on my PlayStation 4, it's like 100 gigabytes or I think it's even bigger than that. But um, they went up to two million users because of the show. So, yes. Wow. I contributed to that. <laughs> and I, I like and I, I I literally read it like after I got off, I probably saw it on Reddit an hour later. I'm like, oh, wow, their numbers are being boosted. That's good. It was it broke the single day record, right? Yes. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Like that rarely happens. I feel like when you try to I mean, I guess the show or the, the premise of cyberpunk is not old. You know, like you said, it's it's only been out for a couple of years. But it had such a tarnished reputation uh, as one of those video games that everybody pre-ordered and everybody loaded. And then people who had what third gen or second gen consoles could barely run it. Uh, and when it did, it looked super potato and awful. And I, I had it on PC and it ran well, but it was buggy as hell. And. I don't know. I, I I probably threw 60 hours in. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, whatever. But this got me back into it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to really go back and play it, but it's a different tangent, different story. Today, we're talking about Edge Runners, which is, you know, in the same universe as Cyberpunk, you know, the game, but new characters, 
has if you've played the game there's so many things pulled from the lore and pulled from the aesthetic and the look of the game and incorporated into the show i will say right off the bat i feel uh studio trigger i don't i'm not too familiar with their work it seems like they're fairly newer i feel like they skipped there were there were a few points where they held on a shot for very for like a long time and i get it, it's a way to keep animation cheap and whatever but i don't know i i feel like they were really impressive like with the fight scenes and like where it really mattered with the drama but then they tried to do these uh soft interludes that didn't always work um and just felt like they were long i felt like the episodes could have been condensed down to eight maybe i don't know i i feel that a little bit they um they worked studios the studio trigger they actually did one of the episodes in the star wars anime anthology it was the one with the two like white-haired uh twins fighting each other on top of a ship or whatever like with the dual lightsaber battle or whatever um they also worked on little witch in academia uh kill a kill promare uh bna brand new animals what that's called the only one i'm really familiar with those is the um um, Star Wars anthology because I was on the review for that and Little Witch Academia I watched like the first like three or four episodes um, but this animation style they did for this was a bit more solid like their animation style is a little bit more like noodly kind of like exaggerated sort of like um, anatomy and movements and stuff so this was a little bit more uh, grounded uh, and my cat won't stop screaming behind me yes Nanashi mm. um, sorry we have a fourth reviewer for real <laughs> she has opinions and they all have to do with food um but yeah so studio trigger yeah they're pretty new but their style some of the time reminded me of um the studio aic which did uh armitage the third or dual matrix um i'm a big fan of that one um anyways i i'm not like a i i've always loved anime and i was a new into high school but i never like dove into everything but this kind of reminded me a bit of uh aeon flux from mtv way back in the day the animation style not completely but it, it had a similar vibe but i guess it also you know aeon flux was sort of a cyberpunky type uh universe in general so marcos what did you think about how it looked and how it was presented yeah, i don't go into as much depth as y'all do we're like looking up studios and stuff so for me what it came down to was uh i had just recently started watching castlevania Castlevania does the exact thing that you were talking about, where it's just like to save money. We're just going to hover on this frame for an extra second or two instead of drawing something different. So that's kind of what I noticed going into this show. So it, I will say that this show is back ended. Like the best animation is towards the end. Like once you get to that climax and that super suit, like it's, it definitely <laughs> yeah. does look really good. But some of the fights in the first four or five episodes just kind of look eh. And then the story beats are kind of weird. And then I had this weird kind of nitpick where it's just like, why does Netflix have to make everything center around high school? Because that's not what the show does. That's not what the video game does. I mean, I, I know it's based on a board game that came out like forever ago. That's why there was so much hype behind it. But like when this show starts, I was like, it, it was just giving me bully vibes, like the video game bully. I don't know if y'all have ever yeah. played that, where it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. it's been a while, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. A lot of those points, especially the beats, too. There are some hard 180s in this show. And it, it sometimes it works like, it, you know, do it in uh, live action movies as well. But 
don't know. Sometimes it just felt like a misstep. And and I, I don't know if I'm front loading too much on this show that I didn't like it. I actually did enjoy it, uh, especially because I already sort of played the game, even though the game was not finished uh, when I did. But I, I don't know. I, I like the universe. I guess that's why I pre-ordered it like a sucker. Like I was like, yeah, that trailer sold <laughs> you, know? man. Like, welcome Dude, to the here's city. The thing, guys, guys, I was a manager at a GameStop. I know the racket. I know it. But make the trailer look sinker. really good, you know? It Not- did. And then Keanu Reeves came out and told me he loved me. Like, you're amazing. You're I was breathtaking. Amazing. Oh, shit. Uh, all that PTSD. And didn't, that, didn't that come out like right when COVID started, too? So I had a mm. bad game. I think that's why I played it for so long, too, because I had, you know, nothing else to do. Might as well just play this dumb game that I paid too yeah, much I, for. I was working from home when it came out, but I mean, COVID just is this black hole where I don't know when it began. And I mean, is it over now? I don't even know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did pre-order it. Um, it was a terrible experience, and it's going to be the last game I pre-order on that note. Like, it's like, mm, I can oh. wait a day or two after this. <laughs> I agree. I'm not. That was the one. Like, and I've had so many experiences. I don't know, you guys or Tessa, if you've had that experience, but oh, the one. Uh, I have. I've played Fallout seventy six. So, oh, uh, I got sucked into that. I'm too. from West Virginia, and I kind of knew going in that this game might not be great, you know. But I was like, "Fuck it." Um, but anyways, uh, that what you're talking about earlier about you know the eighties vibe. Um, but what's more eighties than a cartoon? To sell a toy or a video game franchise. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. That's the most 80s thing you can do. He Man Masters the Universe. Here's a useless piece of plastic. Here you go. Oh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Here's this useless piece of plastic. Play this game that's glitchy. You know, depending on what your platform you're playing it on, it might run a little better. I do think originally all these things were supposed to come out at about the same time. And there was even talks for a little bit about it being a full fledged movie movie. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so it, it would have been interesting. I am glad that it's getting a resurgence now that everything is patched. It's just like I look at how much memory I need in order to download it, and I'm like, mm. that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's three days of leaving my PlayStation on. <laughs> they had this planned right around the time the game was released. Yeah. Um, but then they didn't announce the series until June 25th of 2020. I, my, my, I don't know. It just uh, seems like a big gap, but I don't know. Everything was apparently at work because people are playing the game now. I just, I find it. I, I always question the timing of releasing auxiliary things to things, you know? I mean, if I can make like a weird pitch to the podcast, that's not in Austin. Uh, there's a person from Canada called Matt McMuscles and he has a, what happened? And it's a pretty interesting, what happened with cyberpunk thing where it was just like, this game has been in development for like six, seven years. And then they just started cranking it up and cranking it up. And then even on a normal timeline, like the the space and the how big this game is, it's like it would have been hard to do. And then they just kept cranking it and cranking it and COVID. So I'm like, yeah. And that's fine. I feel like we're talking about the game more than the show. But well, on that <laughs> note, let me just say that like the, the reason we're talking about the, sh- the video game more than the show is that there's not. I felt like there wasn't a lot of meat on the show for it being 10 episodes. You get two or three episodes that set up the plot of with his mom. And then you get video game missions. 
And then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> montaged. Very- and, then, and then you get a big jump in time or at least a big character development jump. And then you get the rest of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a two act play, essentially. Yes. <laughs> and it's like a situation where he's like, I'm going to make my mom proud, but not really. And then like, is this just like all this just a setup for a love story? Is that? Oh, well, it is anime. So I guess. It, yeah. Um, and then. I don't know, just the character development in this and like the moral, it was a little unclear. Um, also, speaking of unclear, if you hadn't played the game, how the fuck are we supposed to know all this jargon and what they're saying? I mean, I'm glad they didn't just do exposition <laughs> dumps left and right, but also would have been nice like at the beginning, like during like the the really dope Franz Ferdinand like intro song, they had like a little scroll at the bottom just being like, here's what some of this jargon means, you know, like you have at the beginning, like hints at the beginning of video games, just, like, like, what get- are you talking about, Chum? You're Chum. And then I don't even think characters stay like true to their motivation. Like when Tessa brought up, like, oh, I'm going to do things for my mom. Okay. I don't think he's even thinking about his mom in the last two. Like, not even a spare thought. Well, how, how can you say that, Marcos? They cut to her urn in that photo at least 15 times <laughs> over 10 episodes. <laughs> okay. That's enough. <laughs> That's totally what my mom no, wanted. No, no, we need to see it one more time. <laughs> did you know his mom was dead? Here's her urn. <laughs> Wait, did his mom die? It's it it's story-wise, it's average. Like mm. you're watching this for like the reason why I signed up, you know, partly because I played the game, but also I I normally don't watch the full previews when we do these things, but it the preview for this was gory as hell. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I want to watch this. This looks fun. Yeah. In a morbid sort of way yeah going back to uh character motivations and how they change i feel like the only one that didn't was um who's the short one was that rebecca oh because she's crazy well she's crazy (laughs) but like she was always like once she she got in with david she was loyal to him even though she was like partly in love with him but she was loyal to him to the end i feel like her character was only made to make fun of the fact that all the children quote unquote in uh cyberpunk are just short people with the adult skins on them and it looks really weird like it, they still even have it in the uh the uh original game yeah. but i feel like that was like a nod a wink, wink. That. <laughs> i feel like it was i mean because she does just look like a child that's an adult just petite just very petite yeah, very petite but it seriously though uh tessa like the children just look like tiny adults in this game and they and they interact with you in missions and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you have a child voice, but you are. <laughs> OK, anyways, dude, I actually didn't pick up um, on that because the graphics on my PlayStation 4 were so bad. <laughs> PC, bro. That's why I don't do consoles anymore. I don't even have a PC anymore. I just got rid of my editing computer. But Let's yeah. do final thoughts. I'm gonna go with Tessa. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for sci-fi, cyberpunk, um, kind of gritty noir, um, action gore anime. So I mean this scratched a lot of itches, but as we previously said, uh, the overarching, like, just story could have been a bit tighter. Um, some people's uh, motivations could have been a bit more clear. Um, I don't know. Just, just some things could have been a little bit tighter, I feel like. And 
I don't know if there, this was some sort of like cash grab, like, let's see if we can get more people on the game since, you know, the numbers aren't doing so great. Let's let's throw an anime out there. Um, I still enjoyed it and I, I liked it, but um, I'm probably going to give this ooh, seven out of ten times. David was just more human than human. He's so tough. He can take it. He's so he's so manly. I know. He's special. He's special. He's the one. He's You're the, the one, Neo. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna mix this up and go in the middle. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put it's myself in the sandwich. <laughs> Jinx. TC always likes to go first, and I don't agree with that, but I don't mind going in the middle. All right. Uh, it's average, you know. And again, I'm not an aficionado of all things anime. I always appreciate the art form, and I'll watch it when I can. Um. I want to get my kid into the studio uh, Ghibli film soon, but you know, I just don't have time to watch all the anime like I did when I was in high school and that was 20 years ago. So having something like this was definitely fun, different. We didn't bring up the fact when we were talking about this earlier, you two apparently watched the dub and I watched the sub. Yeah. Which I don't know how that happened. Cause I, I literally just pressed play and, that's what I got. So I'm like, all right, I am reading, which I never have a problem with. I just, that's weird that we had that different experience because we really didn't talk about any of the people that acted in this because, you know, one third of us got a different experience. So <laughs> I mean, I don't you, feel like even it, if you do, I just know uh, Giancarlo Esposito. That's it. I don't, I don't really recommend, uh, recognize any of the other names. And he would have been so good as Faraday. Like, yeah. Not that the Faraday in the sub was bad, but anyways. Uh, he does it well. It, I don't know. If you want to rewatch this. You mean evil Morgan Freeman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like this warrants a rewatch unless a second season comes out. I wouldn't mind a second season. I'm going to say six and a half out of 10 chooms only because. And I would have gave it seven, but because I had such a bad experience with the game's initial release, it does get a negative half point off. <laughs> like, I I'm a, I don't make the rules. I'm sorry. This is a, just kind of a weird one to review because oh, in general, TV series or a season of a TV series is hard to review because it's like, oh, there's so much story to condense. And then it's like, well, not a lot of story to condense. Because like I said, <laughs> this is a series of video games. And it's just, I mean, video game missions, like every every episode in the middle is just like, we got to do this to make money. We got to do this to make money. I'm like, that's just literally like a video game mission. That's all it is. And um <laughs> I would say that, like, it's not entirely like I do love the aesthetic. I do think the animation is amazing at times, but it also just comes to this point where it's like um, not a lot of meat on this bone. Like, I, I want I want some part of the, the story to drive me. I, I want to care about the main character's objective towards the end, because, I mean, this plot is driven by like. I mean, I know it's cybernetics, but it's kind of almost driven by like, how many steroids can you do? Like in a way, Oof. like if you just <laughs> yes. instead of looking at it, body modifications, you look at it as how many steroids can I inject and just get bigger and bigger and bigger? Like that's kind and of what die. they're doing, <laughs> which is kind of like a video game. Yeah, true. Like if you have a bunch of stim packs and just keep losing health, you're like, <laughs> you know, sorry. Uh, no, no, that's fine. Um, 
I think that this is going to make on the on one hand, like the, one of the more positive things is this is going to make really great AMVs one day. Like someone's going to edit all the best scenes and throw Lincoln Park behind it and it's going to look really good. Um, but when it comes to like, are you going to watch the? I mean, I've, how long was each episode? 30 minutes? Yeah, every episode was 30 minutes. Are you going to sit down and for three to four hours feel like you emotionally got something out of it? Like, probably not. But it's kind of a fun ride at times. Like I remember those random moments where I'm like, this is really pretty. Like they'll, they'll be falling out of a skyline or they'll be jumping or the gunfight would look really cool. And there's fire in the background kind of stuff. So it looks really pretty. It's just not like the most. So I'm going to go with like six out of 10 um, Ripper docs. That's the only term I remember. <laughs> Before we go. If you could have one body modification from this world, what would it be? I would definitely go with those techno mantis, praying mantis blades out of my arms. Kind of like a futuristic Wolverine. Mm. I mean, I don't get how the the spine modification makes you move faster. I'll go with that one, but... (laughs) Listen, we're not here to question the validity of the science. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like, if you want want to move faster, shouldn't you get faster, like, feet modification? Listen, do you want Superman or Spider-Man powers? Like, that's all I'm asking here in this universe. (laughs) You're making it so difficult. I probably want Sorry. the hands, like um, especially from that scene from the uh, animated film Ghost in the Shell, where the hands, the fingers all separate into like tons of little fingers, and you can type really fast, so I could get my work done really quickly. Oh, the see, I wasn't thinking practically. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Like you walked into a room full of nerds, and it's like, hey, here's the simple question, and it's like, well, have mm. you thought about Marcos? <laughs> I'm not gonna stop this recording until you give me an answer, because I can edit it me to make it shorter. I mean, at the end, he kind of had that mech suit. I don't want that full, that whole fucking mech suit. That's too much, man. <laughs> Getting in an injection in your shoulder yeah, every no, time you do much. a move. I'll just take the spine that makes me run fast. That's fine. That's enough. Okay. All right. Whatever, Mr. Cop-Out. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. <laughs>